This is the G.I. Joe and Barbie in Love podcast, where we give you brutally honest dating and relationship advice from an opposites attract kind of couple who see life and love extremely differently. I'm Cindy, and against my better judgment, I still believe in fairy tales. I'm Andrew, and I can smell your relationship BS from over a mile away. Join us as we guide you through the uncomplicated, complicated journey to love. Welcome to Episode 7 of the G.I. Joe and Barbie in Love podcast. I'm your host, Cindy, and I'm here with my co-host, Andrew. We're going to rock it. In this episode, we'll be talking about what women want men to think versus what they actually think. And at the end, we'll address one listener's burning question about relationships. Before we address today's topic, we're going to follow up on the last podcast, Episode 6, Can Bad Boys Become Boyfriend Material? Liz from La Crosse, Wisconsin writes, I'm bored with the guys I've been dating and I'm looking for some excitement. Is there anything wrong with seeking out a bad boy type for some short-term fun? Do you see any long-term consequences for acting on this impulse or is it all just a benefit to me if I go in not expecting a real relationship? Andy, what do you think? Well, I think that excitement at any time in your life is always good, especially if it's going to be opposite of what you've been dating. If you're dating straight-laced guys and all of a sudden you want somebody that's going to be a little bit wilder, a little more excitement, I think that's going to be fun. A couple things could happen, though. One of the things that I'm thinking could happen is that you could get spoiled. I mean... uh, What? Spoiled how? If you really get into the excitement, there's a few things that lure from a bad boy, I think. One of those is if you do have a bad experience with a bad boy and you're like, well, I want to go back to being more straight-laced person, then you're going to be a few things that are probably going to be pretty boring. Bad boys tend to be a little bit more experienced. or Experienced a little, bit, well, a, little, a little more, I think, functional in the bedroom. Oh. I would say that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think that with experience and with that mentality, I think you're going to find guys that are going to spoil you in that aspect. Somebody that's more straight-laced that has a little bit less experience or a little bit less confidence, you're going to be disappointed. I so men that aren't bad boys are not good in the bedroom? I don't know. I think that you're going to find that is the case. And a part of that, it just comes with the excitement of it. I think when when you're with somebody that's more exciting, then those carnal things that go on, I think, are a little bit more exciting as well. That could be one bad benefit, even though it's a good benefit in the short term. The other thing is, is that if you're going into it just for yourself and you're looking to have fun, that's one thing. But I mean, if you decide that, hey, you're with this person for a while and you want to start building feelings for them, you're always going to have to keep that in mind that there's still that bad boyness thing going on. So... Yeah, women do tend to get attached, even though they go in thinking that they're going to do this, they're going to do that, they're going to try to be good, they're going to try to follow whatever rules they've set for themselves. But it's harder for us to detach emotion from a relationship, especially if there's intimacy involved. I would tend to agree that you might want to just be careful about that. And I don't know how you would be able to go in a little bit, like dip a toe in, but then not jump all the way in because it might be hard to get out or hard not to get attached. And I I think that maybe to do that and keep a perspective is you're going to draw yourself up that bad girl image. And then you're going to just switch it around and just keep your goals in focus and be like, you know what, this is why I'm doing this. And just don't get hooked in too quickly. And, uh, you know, maybe. Well, what about if she were to 
have him for one thing and then have someone else for something else. And then maybe she wouldn't get as attached if she was seeing two people or something at the same time. I think it's an option. I just, like I said, I think that uh, it'd be hard to go back and forth. Once you get a taste for something and when you're in, in something, I think it's harder to maintain that switching back and forth. But some people might be good at that and you might be good at that. So try it out. See what happens. Let us know. And now back to our topic for the day. Everyone knows that men and women do not think the same. That's why books such as Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus are so popular because both sides are constantly seeking to understand the other side's way of thinking. I have heard women say, I just don't understand why he doesn't X, Y, Z. It makes perfect sense to me. Andy, can you think of any specific situations where you and a woman just could not understand what the other one was thinking? Yeah, I would say the biggest one that stands out in my mind would be the whole anniversary thing. (laughs) And I'm not talking about like you got married and this is like your first year anniversary or your whatever the colors are dual anniversaries that you have throughout your relationship. But these ones that are like, uh, don't you know what day it is? And it's like, well, what day is it? Oh, you don't remember? It could be this first time that we ever took a ride down at the end of the street. You know, (laughs) those anniversaries that come up, especially in early in a relationship, it's like no guy would ever come up with that. I mean, I've never in my life said, oh, you know what anniversary it is? It's the first anniversary that we tied our shoes right after one another. I don't come up with stuff like that. I think that women want to have these Timeline. Timelines and these milestones. I think that women are always thinking about a relationship and guys just are never thinking about a relationship (laughs) unless they're there dealing with it at the time that it's happening. You never think that way. So it's like, why would I create these anniversaries and these special times that we're supposed to celebrate when I'm not even thinking about the relationship? I mean, I'm struggling in my day-to-day time period just to make sure that I'm calling you or texting you or remembering birthdays and stuff. I mean, that stuff enough alone is enough for a guy to really focus on. But I think the biggest thing is just that men are not putting that kind of energy and thought process into a relationship. They never will. We're all doing what we're doing. And unless you're like psycho over it or (laughs) kind of controlling a relationship, you might be. But I just think it's a huge difference for women and men between the way that they think. Well, do you find in general the way that women behave and how they think to be confusing? No, I don't. I Maybe when I was younger, I don't really anymore because I kind of understand the way that it is. We talked about earlier these Disney movies and stuff. I mean, the one that really bothers me the worst is The Bachelor. All these magic moments, it's like, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you look like, what you're doing in your life. If I take you and this person to some fancy island and pay for everything and bring you all this fancy stuff, you guys are going to instantly have feelings for each other and fall in love. And I always wonder, it's like, okay, when these people go back to regular life, what is it actually going to be like? Because you're never going to ever get back to that point where you were in the beginning where it's like, oh, this excitement and fun. It's never going to be the same. I'm sure there's probably some men that are in The Bachelor, but if you are, you need to be slapped because that's just a ridiculous (laughs) show. But I mean, it's being caught up in that and that kind of thing is what directs you in in a way you think. And I can see certain patterns and certain ways that women will act because I know why that is. Because I've experienced it with enough people that I understand that, okay, this is why they're doing this. I may not like it. I mean, I agree with it. But we talked about letting people be the way they're going to be. If you're in a relationship with somebody, you don't allow for that to happen. If you're a guy or whoever you are with a female, if you don't let her experience that or and have that kind of stuff, then you're going to really cause problems in your relationship. 
So you're going to have to learn to pick up on that kind of stuff. And if she wants to celebrate a half year birthday or six month anniversary, then you're going to have to go along with, you know, you're going to have to say, oh yeah, that's great. So what you're saying is that you just have enough experience because you've dated for so long and so many different people. And I would assume part of it is a little bit of how you watch people and observe people through your career anyway, and, and patterns of behavior that you just, you've just kind of figured it out for the most part. You kind of get women. Yeah. And well, and that's, and I think a lot of that has been punished based situations. So it's punishment based. Yeah. So like you did something wrong, you screwed it up and you got yelled at it enough times that you start to learn about it. One of the things that you think about when you're teaching people, and I do think there is some kind of teaching when it comes to relationships, you have to teach each other what is important about each other so you can make sure that things work out better. But most of my relationships that I've had in the past have always been based on punishment. Oh, <laughs> it's, been... like, it's like when you're raising kids or whatever, there's a reward system or there's the punishment yeah. system. I used to think sometimes that if I was given the opportunity to do things on my own, that I would probably do them on my own. But that usually isn't the case. I think there is some kind of assistance that needs to be there to remind people about certain things. But I think if there was someone that worked off of more of reward-based or more of a... What system are we in? What do you mean? Reward or punishment? I don't know. I don't think it's really has come up as much. I think there's been... I guess it's probably somewhat reward-based. And in my experience... When you run into things that you don't understand, you're better off just keeping your mouth shut about it and then seeing how that goes. Because sometimes, like I said, if you try to get defensive about it, and I usually do, if somebody catches me doing something like you forgot this or forget that, I have a tendency to go right to the defensive mechanism. I think that's pretty common for people to do instead of being like, oh, you know. uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Why don't I just go do that right now? Yeah. I mean, so, (laughs) I mean, I think that there's a lot of things that are different. Well, I'd like to start out with the most recent example of this issue in our relationship. So (laughs) I'm kind of super girly girl type romantic dreamer. Andy is the opposite. He's a realist. So, of course, my favorite genre of movie is like a rom-com. And my favorite Disney movie growing up was Aladdin. And I realized a couple weeks ago that there was a live action version of this movie out. And I asked Andy when he was going to come up here to see me if he'd be willing to watch that. And he was like, uh, no. Andy, you hardly ever say no to me. What is it that you usually say when I ask if we can watch something? Yeah, usually whatever you want to do is fine. Well, why did you say no that time? I don't know. I think it might have just been where I was at that particular time. Usually I go with the flow, but I mean, there's a limit to the things that you'll put well, up. Well, I mean, I think that anybody, any guy like me, that's even close to being a personality like me, if you're going to ask if you want to see a live version of, and granted, <laughs> I don't remember, was that the one, maybe, that, was that the one that they were, was there singing in that one? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be singing and stuff. I mean, it's just really. You don't not, like singing? I mean, it's okay, but I mean, it's just not my bag. I guess if they're running around with ak 47 singing and doing that kind of stuff, that'd be cool, but. In this case, it was not so much, and it was all right. I mean, I tolerated it. I watched it. Well, I just think it's funny, the things that you choose to pick battles with me on. Well, I, mean, I, I wouldn't say that was a battle. Well, you hardly ever say no. So when you do, I'm always like, oh, I wonder what that's about. And, I mean, what goes through your mind when you hear me say things like, because this happens a lot, let's watch a romantic comedy. What goes through your mind, literally, like as a man? Well, I mean, it's just, that's like, let's go, like, run across some broken glass and under <laughs> our feet. I mean, it's just one of those things that just does not appeal, you know? I mean, the, I mean if, I, if you give me my top five choices, that would never make it, no matter what happened. 
I mean, it's just not something that I really, really look forward to doing because <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't fantasize and have wonderment about love. I mean, it's just not something that is like, I don't know. Well, it's probably the same feeling I get when it's like, oh, let's watch a Western or uh, a war movie. Ugh. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's certain things that people just don't like. You know, for me, it's just not something that's enjoyable. I don't know. Well, when I gear up to watch a romantic comedy, I know that I'm going to get those warm, fuzzy, perfect relationship type feelings. I also, in my girl brain, think that if I'm going to have those feelings, that maybe if you watch it too, then you're going to feel that too. I mean, how how do you feel or what goes through your mind during that big romantic moment in a romantic comedy? Do you even have any feelings when that sort of a thing happens? No, not really. I think women are really good about exploring all those different emotions that they have and feeling them and connecting them to their bodies. And I just don't think that men really do that. I think that, uh, you know, we're, well, I mean, I, I can't say we, because uh, I'm not speaking for everybody. But I, I just think that there's more of a physical world that we're involved in to where it's like we're doing this or we're seeing this or whatever. And I think that you do get emotional, like in the moment when you see somebody blowing up a car or something like that, or just fighting or whatever, and you're like, yeah, that's awesome. I think you get excited about stuff like that. But it's just like those slow movements. It's like building up that emotion and building up that moment to get to the point where it's like this connectiveness, like, oh, we're in love. I just don't think that well, men are in tune to that. I, you know, you have done this to me more than once because you have let me watch these. Well, I don't know if you let me, but you just kind of don't put up a fight. And you kind of poke me a little bit and you're like, this is it. This is the moment that you've been waiting for. And then I get this dumb big smile on my face because it is the moment that I was yeah. waiting for. But I think it's funny, too, because we watched in exchange, sort of, uh, we watched Rambo First Blood. Is that what it was called? No, uh, Last Blood. Last something blood. About the blood. last Rambo movie. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, I hate this movie. And you're like... I don't know. You were like super into it. And then at the end, didn't you say you wanted to go like blow something up? Oh, something? I had a pretty hard erection through the whole thing. It's <laughs> awesome. I mean, that kind of thing where you're just like, it's that I love like revenge. I mean, like those revenge movies, it's like, oh, you got screwed with. And now this guy's taking them to task and making the bad guys pay. I mean, that's just a great thing right there. So I get pretty hard into that. But yeah, I, I just think that it's, it's very hard for me to watch those movies and not like, be a jerk about it like make fun of them and say goofy stuff those oh the romantic yeah comedy? Just because it well not just anything romantic because it's just like oh come on really don't but, you think that some men are actually romantic people well i think you can be romantic there's that side i think behind closed doors where guys do get it romantic and I, especially with people that if you're in a relationship for a long time and i think you build these strong relationships that you do have that but i just don't think that I don't know. Maybe I'm jaded or calloused or something, but it's just, I never get that like warm, I, fuzzy feeling. Yeah, I just don't get that feeling very often. And I mean, I did like, I do from like babies and puppies and that kind of stuff, but I mean, it's just like, <laughs> you know, just that, I don't know. Babies and puppies. Well, I think that women think, and I don't know why, because it's never true that men should want to do a lot of things. So it always makes me think of the movie, The Breakup, where Jennifer Aniston says to Vince Vaughn, but I want you to want to do the dishes. And he says, why would I want to do the dishes? And then they get frustrated with each other because she assumes something and 
that she wants him to think, Andy, you do the dishes here. Do you want to do the dishes? No, I don't think I, I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to do dishes. I mean, I, that's a, not true. I know someone that wanted to do the dishes because he wanted to have his hands warm. Really? My ex-father-in-law. Yes, actually. Well, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, I, I don't, there's certain things I like to do. I like ironing. I think that's kind of enjoyable. And I, I think anything that you can see the results immediately. So you think that dishwashing would be, but it's just something that when I'm in the moment doing it, I don't mind doing it, but it's not something that I'd be like, Oh yeah, that's great. I'd love to do the dishes right now. But you do like ironing. But I do like ironing, but I mean, that's something I've always done for myself. Oh, washing dishes I've done for myself too, I guess. But I think that women want that person to be involved in a relationship as much as they are. I think guys assume they're being involved in a relationship because they're there. I was just going to say that. That's but exactly. I think that that is not what women are looking at. And so I think they're... Well, is... they showed up, so what else? Exactly. And, and it's so... Because, listen, anytime that a guy has to be present and focused in a relationship with the, the other person, it's taking away what they really want to be doing. Oh, so they really don't want to be in a relationship. Well, I think that guys do, for the most part, want to be in a relationship, but they don't want to put the effort into the relationship that women require of it. There's a lot of different things. I mean, women and men definitely look at what being in a relationship means totally different. It's the same thing with like rearing children, okay? I expect we're going to have children, and I expect that I'm going to play with the children, but I may not expect that I may have to change diapers I may have to get up with them and clean puke off the floor when they get sick. I may not expect that I'm going to have to go and sit down with a teacher and try to figure out how to get the kid back into to doing their schoolwork. I may not think of any of those things when I think about, yeah, I want to have kids. Because all I'm picturing is myself pushing the kid on the swing. I'm not looking at all these other things. Whereas a woman is like, oh, we're going to have a kid. It's going to be all this work. And so how are we going to divide this work up? And it's like, if you want a kid as bad as I want a kid, then you're going to have to understand and you're going to want to do all these things too. And so I think there's a divide there that most guys just think, well, I'm here, I'm the kids here, and I pushed them on the swing for a little bit, I did my part. You know, whereas there's all these other things that are included that you probably don't even think about. Same thing with a relationship. I think you think, well, all right, I'm going to come home, I'm going to give her a hug and a kiss, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to eat dinner together, we're going to watch a little TV, and then we're going to go upstairs and we're going to have some sex. Okay, <laughs> I might be what you're thinking, but it's like... You haven't asked her about the day. And if you ask her about her day, then you got to put input about, okay, well, would you, it's like, can you believe this happened to me? Well, probably most people have heard about how guys want to fix things. So it's just like if your significant other comes home and they say, well, this person did this at work. And it's like, well, why don't you just tell on them or why don't you just do this? Well, they're not looking for an answer to the problem. What they're looking for is for you to say, oh, that you must have felt terrible about that. That must have made you really feel upset. Well, guys don't think in feelings. We don't think that way. Right. But okay. So, and maybe it's just because you're older and you've lived this and maybe you have been reprimanded many, many times over in other relationships, but like I will go to work and I'll come home and the dishes are done. Like this morning I went for a run and I came back and you had washed all the dishes. And a lot of the times the dishwasher is emptied out. I mean, I don't even have to ask what, what there has to be some sort of internal motivation okay, on your- well, this is and it was, since this is fresh in my mind because it just <laughs> happened this morning which is rare but anyways i came downstairs and there was the two cups from last night that we had our smoothies in so i cleaned those out first and that was regular and i was looking at those dishes you had just bought and this is just a totally different thing to how guys and, and girls think for one thing if it was me and i just bought those dishes and they still had the packaging on them it's like they don't need to be washed they're still good they're brand new Ew. but exactly 
But women, most women would think, oh, no, they have to be detailed out and everything else before you can even use them. That's a smart way of looking at it. But I'm not looking at it that way. But I'm thinking they're by the sink. She wants them washed. And I'm like, I really don't want to deal with that because I'm going to have to peel the stickers off the bottom. I'm going to have to pull the insides out. And it's like, I don't really want to do that. But if I did do it, then she's probably going to be like, oh, that's pretty cool. He did that. And I think in my mind, and this is what's funny, I think, that what the guys think is that you think you're going to do this. And you think it's like, holy crap, is she really going to be blown away? <laughs> but in reality, it's like, oh, yeah, he did that. He should have done that. You know, I mean, that's exactly how they're thinking. And it's just so skewed because it's like, I, I was like, in the middle of it, it was like, okay, I'm just doing this. But I really didn't want to do that. And once I found myself doing it, it's like, okay. But then it's at the end, part of me was like, oh, wow, she's going to really appreciate this. And the other part is like, yeah, it's really not that big a deal. So and were it, you disappointed at my reaction then? No, because I expected it. When you think about it, it really isn't a big deal. It wasn't that hard to work. I didn't want to do it. And it wasn't my plan. I think one of the things, especially with me, and I think a lot of guys are like this, is like you have this plan. This is the plan I'm going to do today. And this is what I want to do today, which usually consists of either watching TV or like playing with some power tools or taking a nap, taking a nap or doing something like that. Now I got to clean out these brand new dishes. I didn't want to do that. Okay. Tell me the truth though. When you buy like new underwear, do you wash them before you wear them? No. Pull them out of the package and throw them on. You well, they're sealed. I mean, how can they could possibly? Yeah, just... but somebody touched them somewhere. Well, I mean, somebody touches everything you touch. <laughs> so I mean, it's like it's just funny because, like I said, um... yeah. But how could you? What advice in this specific thing could you tell women to get their own guys to be self motivated to do this? Because it's not something most men will just do on their own. And I didn't ask. Well, you. I think that you get a like a uh, a rhythm a rhythm going. And we talked a little bit about before with the positive and the negative reinforcement. Right now in our relationship, there's not a lot of things that I get in trouble for. Very rarely do you ever correct me on anything. You allow me to do what I want to do. And so I really feel like I've learned to appreciate that a lot. So anything that I can find along the way that I can do, that I always feel like it sets me ahead. So like if I do forget something, I will have a little bit of buffer room. And so I think if you're one of those people that, ride your significant other it's like okay you left the toilet seat up okay you left this stuff i think if you ride constantly 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 and i and it's easy to do that it's a lot easier to be negative to somebody than to be positive to somebody but if you build them up i think more you're going to get more for most people you kind of have to read a person to figure out what works best for them but i would definitely say that the more positive you can be the better you're going to get with a guy well i always try to make sure that i, I try not to take what you do for granted if I forget to tell you, thank you. Like yesterday you got here and as soon as you got here, you put down this insecticide all over the yard. And I mean, it's time sensitive is what was the thing. But if you do stuff like that and I, after you leave to go back home and I realize I've forgotten, I usually try to say, oh, and I wanted you to know that I appreciate all the stuff that you do because I do want you to know that I'm, I mean, I don't keep a drawer full of metals for you when you do the dishes, but sure. I don't want you ever to think that I don't notice or appreciate that. And I don't know if everyone in their relationship lets the other person know enough that they appreciate the things that they do no matter how small that they are i don't know if this is for every guy but for me especially i like to be rewarded but those things are kind of minimal what the thank yous the thank yous are minimal compared to that one time where you really lay into me i'll hold on to that <laughs> what do you mean like i don't understand like no i'm saying mean? if you like really belittle me or you don't but i mean if you did if you were like you're so stupid why can't you remember this or something like that that's really going to gnaw me. I'm going to get really angry. Whereas sometimes you can kind of get dull. 
kind of desensitized. desensitized to the positive stuff. One of the things, like when I used to work with horses and you're working with them, you don't just keep going, good boy, good boy, good boy, good boy, because the horse just drowns it out and it just it doesn't mean anything. So you really don't want to use the same praise over and over. So what am I supposed to Am I doing something wrong now? No, you're not doing anything wrong. I'm just saying that the negativity creates a lot more energy than the positive energy. I think that the positive energy can be more of rhythmic, whereas the negative really stands out for me particularly. So I'm supposed to chastise you? No, no, I'm not saying. Maybe I'm not. I'm probably not explaining myself. This, I don't think so. I think you... that the best thing to do, I think, if there's going to be something you're going to address, address it, but don't let it build up to where you're banging on somebody. And then I think that if you have a negative thing that hasn't resolved, then you'll keep hitting on it, hitting on it, hitting on it, and then you become that person that's the nag. Once you become classified as a nag, then people start to drown you out, and there becomes a lot of negative energy there. Just like if you're the guy that doesn't do anything ever. So like if you say you do it once and you say, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, same thing. Those type of things are the kind of things that really will pronounce those differences in a way that people think. You might have taken a trash out two weeks ago, but then if you keep having to be told each time, then you don't get any credit for that. You know what I'm saying? And you don't. No, you start back over at square one. And there's no buffer built there. There's never a buffer built. So the moment that something shows up, it's going to be targeted right away because you're teaching that person that if they don't stay on you 100%, then they're going to keep getting harped on it about it. So girl brains tend to think too much and overprocess everything. That's no secret. Girl brain seems to think that men can be emotionally driven in relationships. Like I'm sure every woman knows and they've had conversations with their friends. Well, if he loves me enough, he's going to do whatever, whatever, whatever. Andy, what do you think about that line of thinking that men will do certain things solely based on the assumed emotion of love? Well, I think that guys do things to benefit themselves. They're going to go in a direction that enables them to continue on with what they're doing and keeping things that they want going. So I think in a lot of people's relationships, you see this a lot has to do with sex. So guys want to have sex and they know if they don't do certain things, they won't get sex. (laughs) But if they do certain things, and at least maintain that level of doing things, then they're going to get sex. I don't think that it's driven because of an emotional feeling, even though a lot of guys, including myself, may tie emotion into physical relationship stuff or physical connectedness. But very rarely, if you're talking about something, it's like, oh, I love the way they talk about that. Oh, I love this, and I love that, and I love that. You don't think like that. I think you think more in a rational kind of sense of things of, okay, this is what I think about that. or So like... Opening the door plus flowers is like one plus one equals two and two equals sex. Yeah. And if you're smart enough to figure that out, some guys aren't. And (laughs) when I was younger, I didn't. You think that your majority of your responsibility in a relationship is to be there with that person and tell them that you love them. I I told you I love you. I told you I did this. I told you I did that. And it's like, no, there's so many more things. And they, I always, when I was single, I thought that I was pretty good at making women feel loved even though I didn't love them. What? Yeah. Just, what do you mean? Like in shorter relationships? Yeah, in a short-term relationship, I thought that because the key to getting successful with women is to make them feel that emotion like, oh, this guy is really putting me in this emotional state. And so I think there's a lot of things you can do as a guy to a woman to get them in that mental state and that emotional state of being feeling like they're loved. And maybe you don't even have any feelings for them. But I just think that that's something that as you get into a relationship, you start to get lazy and you quit doing that kind of thing because you think they got this thing figured out and we're just going to keep going along with this. But I don't think you put the effort in that makes them feel that way because you can make them feel that way without feeling it. 
So that's confusing, though. I mean, if women really knew that, then how would they ever know how a man really felt? I don't think you really know how anybody feels. I mean, unless they tell you exactly how they feel. Yeah, but they could tell you they could be lying. They could be, yeah. I particularly don't have a very good connection between my thoughts and my feelings. So I have a tendency to try to perceive what I think needs to happen and study and figure out that thing. But I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't want to put that effort into it and won't put that effort into it. You know, it's funny, too, because I'm pretty sure that I asked you last time after we'd done two recordings last weekend, and I said, are you enjoying this podcasting with me? Or are you just doing this uh, because I asked you to do it? And you said, what did you say? Well, I, I... I know what I would say now. I just, I no, I don't. I mean, it's, it's just. <laughs> but why are you doing it then? Because you enjoy it. And so it's like. I enjoy it. You enjoy it. And if you're happy, then I'll be happy. Because then I'll get to do the things that I want to do. And I'll continue to be the person I want to be. And like I said, I mean, it's just like, I shouldn't probably use this reference, but it's like, if you want your dog to behave, then you give it treats. And oh, you're the dog. Or I'm the dog. Well, I think whoever's the dog. Whoever's well, getting, I don't want to be the dog. Well, it's just a reference I'm saying, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you want things to go well, you want to catch bees, you put honey on stuff, whatever you want to get, you do what you got to do to get it. So what I've talked about over and over about doing the things you need to do. Yeah, but you do it because you love me too, right? Well, I do love you, but it's like, I guess I don't go into it with that. It's hard to explain because it's. It's more of Yeah, but if you didn't love me, you wouldn't do these painful things for you. uh, Definitely. Exactly. Exactly. So that it's a task-based love more than like that feeling. It's like, I don't... Task-based love? Yeah, it's task-based. So it's like, I know I do these tasks to get you to be with me. And so it's like... <laughs> oh, so sad. But it's, a, it's, it's just a way it is. I mean, <laughs> it sounds it's, terrible. I, it, it does sound terrible, but it, it works out. It's a rational way of doing things. I don't know if it's just the way I'm wired, but I have a tendency to believe that most guys are like that. And I, I guess a guy could come on here and say, oh, no, I feel so emotionally strong. And I feel like my heart melts when I see her smile. And all so that's all BS when a man says that because men do say things like that. I think that when guys are in the moment with a woman and there's especially that energy right together and it's just like, oh, I'm going to totally get laid. Yeah. And so I think that <laughs> when, when, you, when you're right there and it's like you start to feel that excitement of like, oh, here it comes. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. Then you start to say these things. It's like, okay. I'm throwing this in there more to make it even more happen. Oh yeah, like, okay. So get, there's emotion that's get, driving it, but it's not the same emotion. No, yeah, you're like you're like caught up in the moment of like, oh my gosh, here we go, here we go, here we go. And then as soon as it's done, you're not going to get the same thing. I guarantee you. And as soon as a guy's done with his stuff, he's not going to be like, oh yeah, you know, let's cuddle. Yeah, I mean, well, even you might cuddle, but it's not, you're not going to start talking about emotion then. If you want to talk about emotion of the guy, it better be before he's up inside you because it's like <laughs> once I'm just saying be, before that point, you're going to get a lot of stuff out of that guy, whatever it takes. That guy is going to do what it's like, well, tell me how you feel before. Yeah, I love you. I do. All the, you know, it's like I would. So what you're saying then is women should probably hold off on sex for an indeterminate amount of time so they can get something before they get nothing. Yeah, I think that. Well, it's hard because women. As soon as a guy starts saying things like that, it triggers those emotions in them. It's like everybody loses focus of what is really going on. And that's kind of the magic of it because I don't think we would do it otherwise. So that guy's like, oh, you know, it's like you, you trigger all this stuff up in me. All these hormones and stuff are starting to build up in me. And it's triggering that thing in my brain. It just shuts it off, shuts off my brain. 
And so all these words start coming out of my mouth and whatever you want will come out of there because it's like, we've shut down business. What's going on inside the head is, is shut down. We shut down, we're closing the door, the close signs on the sign, we're going out to party right now. So anything that wants to be talked about, done with and done, it has to happen before then because afterwards it's just like, okay, I'm spent, I'm tired. Okay, we're done. Are you done? We're, we're, there's no emotion here anymore. We've already accomplished this. And so women want the whole thing. And so like, if you're a guy and you can do that and then you you don't mind, because a lot of times it's like, why did I say those things before? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's always where I'm in my head. It's like, why did I say that? Because, well, you know why you said it, because you, you had to do whatever you had to do to get here. It's like, now we're done. You did it. And it's like, uh, now what do we do? Okay. Now she's like, oh, I knew it. I knew that you loved me. Yeah, exactly. It's like, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. You know, reality hits in. You flip the sign around. It's open again. Your brain's starting to work. It's like, ah, okay. Yeah, it's just the way that guys think. Hmm. You know, I, I know it's it's disappointing to women, but at the same time, it's like, look what you're able to do. Who? Like a, a woman or whoever it is. You just got this guy to talk like a woman. And act like a woman just so he could get sex from you. No other guy is going to do that to a guy. One of my friends can't come up here and do it to me. Only you can do that to me. You're the only person in the world that can do that to me. And that's a superpower. And you should be proud of yourself for being able to do that. Now, there's going to be outliers and things about that way. But I, I think that there's really, that's a big separation. As a woman, you think, well, now is when we need to talk about our feelings. All this Afterwards. Yeah, all this passion was there. All this excitement, and, and let's now we have to talk about how we feel about that. It's like, no, we don't. I, I just showed you how I felt about it, and you're cleaning up after it. So, I mean, that's, I'm just saying, but that's that's basically what's going on there. So, it's like, no, I don't want to talk about my feelings. You saw what my feelings were. That's not feelings, though. But I mean, to guys, it is. I think, guys, that's how we connect to our feelings is sex. It's is well, not even that. I mean, it's hugging, kissing, and all that kind of thing. At least, I, I think that's when you can quantify it because you feel it i mean to me it's like okay i mean yeah. it's just the way you look at everything it's like when i watch a movie i don't sit there and think when somebody says something to somebody i'm like oh i wonder how that made them feel no i don't give a shit what i made them feel it's like i'm just watching a movie but i think in a woman you probably are thinking well I w that would make me feel horrible i just think that's just crazy i don't no we don't we don't think that oh, well, don't? And, and, and stop moving your hands around we feel it when they feel it when we watch those shows we feel it too we're very empathetic about it yeah i think that that's probably a huge thing and granted i struggle with empathy i've had to teach myself how to feel that and i don't even really feel it i just kind of show it maybe there's other guys that are better at doing that a lot of that i think is just taught to a guy at least it was taught to me that stoicness that just out of the elements like like well you're these people are going to show emotion but you're, you're just going to be stoic and you're not going to show that emotion because that opens you up to something else i don't know i mean that's just i think what a lot of guys are taught so you just don't think that way well let's apply this discussion to specific scenarios okay, okay? all right scenario one setting up a second date so girl brain assumes that if a guy's super interested he'll be eager i mean this is my brain he'll be eager to set up the next date and should do so at the end of the first date do you think that's an accurate assumption well i think it depends on where you go with that first date what if we don't have sex then of course yeah i think if you don't have, exactly <laughs> if, like i said if let's say you meet somebody for coffee and you talk and you might throw out a few flirtatious stuff you might touch each other's hands or something like that all right, you're starting to trigger that thing into a guy. Now he's getting excited. He's really driven. He's really driven. 
And it's like, okay, and then you leave. Well, then he's thinking about it. Oh, geez. I can't, oh, wow. I didn't get what I needed. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get there. I didn't get there. Yeah, you're like, well, I need to see you tonight. Or what are you doing this afternoon? Or, you know, let's do this. And I think that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. One of my friends that happened. And she was like, she went on these dates. And she's like, I'm not going to sleep with somebody on the first date. And then, like, they'd have this, what she, what a woman would say is a nice date when there's no, like, actual you know, and, but then the guy an hour later will be like, Hey, why don't you come back? This oh, has happened multiple times. Of course. Cause the guy, I mean, it's just like, as soon as you leave, the guy is like, I can't quit thinking about this. I didn't get anywhere. I didn't get anywhere. It's like, it's like, how can I facilitate this? Now you're like doing all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, well, um, yeah, let's do this. And it's like, until you get that, you're just going to be like on it, like stink on, on an ape. I mean, just going to be like, I can't let it go. I can't let it go. I can't let it go. I'm so close. I'm so close. Or at least you think that you're close. You might not be, but you think that you are. And so it's like, oh my gosh, we got to do this. Yeah. And they say some things that when she tells me, I'm like, wow, that sounds like a line to me, you know, because they're trying really hard oh, yeah. to get it. Oh yeah. And I think that the more successful a guy is at that, then the harder it is. I mean, it's just like, you're not getting out of here. I mean, that's, it's just like, I'll do whatever it takes. You know, I'll tell you anything. I'll buy you anything, whatever it takes. We got to do this right now. I think that's in a guy's mind as soon as you do. So the second date comes and it's like, oh, it's going to happen now. And if it doesn't happen again, it's like, oh, you're about that time. You're losing your mind. So like, <laughs> I, I mean, anybody that can last more than three or four dates. Wow. Cause I mean, most guys, and I think that women, you want that connection. So depending on where you're at with your experience level, I think you really let yourself become kind of naive to that because it's just like, wow, he really does like me. Nobody's ever given me this kind of attention. Nobody's ever made me feel like this special. And it's like, you don't even know. It's like you're a rabbit out there in the middle of a field eating a carrot thinking, oh, this is this is so beautiful. I love it out here. And you've got this like <laughs> thousand pound lion like sneaking up on you and you don't even know it. It's like you turn your back just a second and this thing's going to be tearing you to shreds. <laughs> well, a lion with an enormous erection on yeah, and I mean, <laughs> your friends are listening to it, and you're like, well, I mean, it seems like it's kind of going fast here, you know? and so. <laughs> well, he's in love with you after yeah, the second Yeah, exactly, you know, so I think that that's kind of the difference there, whereas I think that, I mean, I don't know how people did it, like. When? When well, courtship, like, and like, they didn't Yeah, have to years ago, in courtship, and it's like, you, you know, you're talking on the phone, and you go see a movie, and it's like months and years, you're, you're still, it's like, oh, no. Well, okay, so then I have to ask this then. If, what's the fine line then for a woman to not string along a guy before she has sex with him? But, I mean, there's I'm sure there's a fine line between he's not going to wait however long to do that or where how is a woman supposed to know what that line is where she can tell if a guy just wants that or if he will wait for a little bit longer because he actually likes her? Well, a lot of this comes down to risk assessment. So I think that... A- <laughs> No, seriously. I think that there's going to be people all over the world that assume more risk earlier than other people, whether it's like in a job situation or in a relationship or whatever it is, there's always going to be more people that are willing to assume more risk more quickly. A woman that I identifies like, this is what I want. I don't want just to fling. I don't want a thing. I think they're going to start to make that person really put a lot more work into it, a lot more effort and see where the person's at. Yeah, there's going to be guys that won't stick around, but those are the guys you want to let go. And I think that that's the hard thing about dating and the hard thing about 
wanting to be in a relationship is it's like you want to be in a relationship. But I know there's a chance that this person only wants to have sex with me. But there's also a chance that he wants to have sex with me, but also wants to be in a relationship with me. So it's like, <laughs> do I roll the dice and say, okay, I'm going to let this happen, see if he sticks around, or I'm going to make him work for it and take a chance that he's going to stick around. I guarantee you they're not. They're not what? They're not going to leave because the guy is going to stay until he gets what he wants. He may still leave you after that, but he's going to stick it out and fight until he gets it. He may be seeing somebody on the side or doing something else. But I guarantee you, if a guy really wants to be with you, he'll do whatever it takes and put the time in and take it. You know, well, it's funny to me because I actually have not played this game enough to really be an expert at it. But I, you know, I think we we might have, because um, we're long distance, we talked for a couple weeks before we met. And I don't know if that counts toward points like dating before you, you know, make it physical. But the first time we actually met was at my house for three days. And I'm not saying that was the smartest move on my part. And after that happened, I kept doing all this research and I would hear things like, oh, you never want to sleep with a guy on the first date or whatever. He'll never commit to you at that point or whatever. I'm like, oh, crap, I screwed up. But then obviously you're still here. So I just don't understand how a woman is supposed to navigate that. And Well, I don't think there's any way you could be 100% sure. I've talked about this always. This is my my standby every time. It's like you got to go into these relationships and these dating scenarios knowing what you want and what you're willing to give up and what you really want. If you're into it for yourself in a moment that it starts not to feel right, then you make a correction. Then you're probably going to be okay. So as soon as you see a red flag, you should really pay attention. Well, as soon as you start having a compromise on what you want, I think in the beginning, that should be a red flag. So you shouldn't have to compromise. Like if It's like, well, I really don't feel... Like I'm ready to get into a physical relationship. If you continually get pushed and pushed after you've made that clear, then I think that tells you that this person doesn't respect my feelings or doesn't respect my boundaries. And so those are things, if that's what's important to you, I mean, if it's important to you that it's like, I want to feel emotionally connected to this person before I become physical with them, then you need to really stand by that. That needs to be your flat line. But for the most part, like I said, I believe if you're a person like me, that you can go in there and you can make that person feel that way and give them that thing and give them that security and feeling emotionally connected, but not really me emotionally connected to them. So that's the thing that Did I Did you think, do that to me? Well, I don't think, I didn't feel like I had to. I mean, what do you mean? Because it was like, by the time I got here, after all the time that we've been talking, I feel like you basically just attacked me. Oh, because I did you? I'm just saying, I think that you were at that point where it's like, you really felt connected to me by what I was telling you and what okay, I was saying. Okay, I want to know then. What would have happened if I hadn't wanted anything physical that whole weekend? I don't know. We don't, we'll never know. There's a lot of things in play there, obviously. You know something that you said to me, which I thought was funny, shortly after you came here, mm-hmm. you were like, oh, I did say that. Like, what ha- What if I hadn't initiated? And you were like, well, I know how to do the things that I need to oh, do uh, to no, get I, you to initiate. No, that's, what, that's not what I said. I said, oh. I said that would have never happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I, I can't, first, I can't believe that you remember back that far something that you said. But, but okay, no, so. I just, because I know the situation. It's like, that was never going to not Why? happen. Because I had said these things, and there's things you could say to people, and it really cuts those safety lines. There's like safety lines that are there, and you start cutting them away, cutting them away, cutting them away. So the moment that you get there, they're falling into your arms because you've cut away all those safety lines and all those inhibitors that would keep them from being that way. I feel like that makes me sound stupid. No, I don't think it is. No, you're not stupid. What happens is 
When you can kick those emotional triggers, especially in a woman, that's what you want. When you can get somebody thinking with their emotions and not their brain, then they're going to be caught up in the moment. And that's the key to success oh, I in doing see. these things I is see. that you trigger those emotions to get that brain out of the way. You want to get that brain out of the way because those are the things that say, no, this is too soon or this is whatever. And you want to get that out of the way if that's your goal. That detachment from emotion really gives somebody an upper hand because you're wait, able wait, to wait, think wait, wait. The, attach- the detachment from the brain in either gender is what you're saying. Exactly. So if, so if a, a man can get a woman to detach from her brain and use her emotions or a woman can get a man to detach from his brain and go with his hormones. And those are the things that will drive those behaviors. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I see. And so it's scientific. Emotion is a chemical reaction. We talked about this before. A biological reaction just like hormonal release is a biological reaction. That physical drive and excitement that comes from physical release and all that kind of thing in physical interaction, that's all releasing chemical endorphins in your body and makes you feel good. Just like that release of chemicals and stuff that triggers that emotional response in your body, in your mind, that's also the same thing. So, I mean, in both instances, you're just triggering what your body does naturally anyways. Well... I mean, have you ever done anything really stupid just to, you know, get to the point that you needed to get to? Well, yeah. I mean, I've said things and done things. It's like, I wish I wouldn't have done that. And those are the times where you're like, okay, I got to cut and run now and do whatever I got to do to get out of here. Well, and the opposite side of that, then what, what would you have done if you weren't interested in seeing someone again? What do you mean? What? Well, if we were talking about setting up a second date. Okay. okay. So if you didn't want a second date, I don't know why you wouldn't. Maybe you just, after the first date, you weren't attracted to that person anymore, or maybe you had sex on the first date. What would, you know, what would you have done if you weren't interested just so women would know? Like what? Well, here, I mean, here's one of the bad things about having sex early in a relationship is that, and I think that most psychologists and that kind of thing would say the same thing is it's like, you don't really have that emotional framework down there. Whereas, it's like, okay, I find these things valuable about this person. You don't have those experiences shared. You know, you haven't gone and done enough things together to where I value spending time with this person. You might have sex with a person and it, it's kind of like clumsy or whatever. It wasn't that great. Well, then it's like you attribute this relationship's not that great because the sex wasn't that great. Because that's so, all you have. Because that's all you have. And so it's very easy. Well, this is never going to work. And I know that I felt that way a lot of times. But at the same time, if you're going into a relationship and you know what you're looking for, then you kind of probably know that those things aren't there anyways. And if you have sex early, it's just confirming the fact that you already knew that for a guy anyways. It's like, I may not be really attracted to this person, but I'll still have sex with them because that's what I'll do. But yeah, we had sex. That wasn't that great. Exactly what I thought. I thought all men thought that all sex was good. Well, I mean... That's basically true. I mean, all sex is good. It's just some is better than others and some is way better than others. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's the danger about that because once it happens, you can't go back. We see Oh, that like it, you can't make another first impression. Yeah, I mean, you can't go like, okay, well, we had sex. It wasn't that great. Now let's just try to work on a relationship and see if the sex gets better. No, that's not going to happen. I mean, what's going to happen is it's like, yeah, this, I think I'll try somewhere else. That's what's going to happen. So that's it's dangerous. But, I mean, there are those times where you meet somebody and sex comes up early and it works out because it's like you do oh have my that. Gosh. Yeah, you have that connection. <laughs> and it's like, even if it isn't super awesome, it's like it's good enough to where, like, I think it's going to get better. And I still want to do it now. Those things do happen. And, and part of it is I, I think that really 
You know, I think there's like, there's a lot of things there. When you've talked a lot, especially in our situation where you talk so much before, it's like, oh, this person is fun to talk to, or there is something more there. Still want to just have sex, but I mean, it's like, (sighs) that stuff is also, I mean, it's like. Well, I think you said something to me, and I'm sure this was now looking back, probably just some line that you were using to build up your points or whatever. But I think that you said, oh, I've, I feel like I have a real connection with you and I've never had that before with someone I've never even physically met before. I mean, does that sound like some sort of a line that you would feed me? Yeah, probably. I mean, oh, I mean it's, it is true. I mean, in hindsight, and I, I can <sighs> say this in all honesty, it is true. I do feel like we have connected and, and we can talk in a certain way. And part of that is the comfortability of being allowed to be who you are. Some of the things like you do, like your high drive, sometimes high anxiety. Let's get this done right away. Like last night, having to take the check to the mail right away, even though the gal said you can bring it when you're going to bring it. It was bugging me. I know. Exactly. So <laughs> those kind of things, those would seem annoying, but they don't seem annoying because it's like part of your personality. It's kind of the fun thing to see you get like that sometimes. It isn't like distracting. So those are things that the right person can make you tolerate in the right way that doesn't even phase you. And that, that takes a special kind of connection that I don't think that you get with everybody because there's... I know that I've been with people that have been like that, and it's annoyed the crap out of me. But with you, it doesn't do that. So I'm just saying that there is that connection. But, yeah, is that something I would have said in the beginning? Yes, definitely. Whether it's true or not, I would have said that. Well, that's good to know. I mean, that it's funny. The more that I dig and dig and dig about your thoughts about relationships, the more Wait, I like... Are we taping? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the more I dig and dig with you about relationships and about how men think. Cause I, I just like to learn things and I'm always the person that has like a million questions in any scenario, but the more than I look back and I, I tend to analyze some of the things and not that it really matters of whatever your intentions were at that point, because you're still here or almost two years later. But I think it is fascinating though, what you may have done back then that I thought, oh my gosh, she's like falling in love with me or like whatever, when you probably weren't even like thinking about that. Well, exactly. And that's my point. What experience gives you and experience as well as studying and, and learning and researching and experience is that you learn how people work. And I think that people that are good at sales, people that are good at at a lot of inner kind of communications, which I've never really been good at before, as you learn from that stuff, is you can be way more successful at it. Because if you're a guy and you want to be successful with women, then you have to learn how to trigger that emotional response in them. And what, no matter what it is, no matter what you got to do, you got to perfect that. But so doesn't that, that kind of like invoke like player mentality? Well, yes and no. But I mean, if you want to be the best at whatever you're going to do, then you've got to learn how to be the best at what you're going to do. If you want to have your pick and be able to say, okay, well, this person or that person might be out of my realm and they may not be out of my classification, but if I still want to go after them, then I'm going to have to learn how to manipulate the things that I need to get to that point. Hmm. That's where that's important. Yes, could you use it to do evil? Yes, you could do it to do evil. Well, a lot of people do. Yeah, they do. And that's just part of life, I think. I don't think that everybody's going to be morally on the same track of there's no rule set up that you have to be a certain way. There's always some kind of manipulation. If you want to be successful, then you have to do those kind of things. Well, I feel like it's like sometimes like guys that are really good looking, like, cause they don't have to do as much in that department sometimes. You could say the same thing about women. I mean, there's certain women that are attractive that you would think, well, they don't have to do anything. Well, there's some truth to that and some not true to that, because I don't think that just because you're good looking, there's going to be women that are very attractive or men that are very attractive. But if they're a dullard 
it's like when it comes time to keeping that person in, in the project, it's going to be very hard for you because there's some people that that physicalness only goes so far. And it's like, yeah, you're attractive, but I can't tolerate the rest of the stuff. I mean, okay, I could Yeah, but I think that you're talking about other people because I'm pretty sure that you told me that you would be with somebody long term that was stupid if they were attractive. That's true. <laughs> but I'm saying, and I, and, but I did, but I did preference that by saying there's some people. Oh. I'm not saying I'm like that. I'm not like that. Yes, I know. But there are some people that are like that. Well, we should probably talk about the second scenario. We kind of got off track a little okay, bit. Okay, yeah, sorry. Let's talk about flowers. Most women love getting flowers. I know I do. Getting flowers for no reason is the best time to get them. We want men to want to give us flowers for no reason. Girl Brain says, if he appreciates and loves me so much, then he will feel inspired to buy me flowers. Andy, now you're usually pretty good about buying me flowers for no reason. I mean, like sometimes I do have to remind you, which kind of takes the magic out of it. But can you explain what the thought process is there? Do you do it simply because you feel compelled to do it or because you love me? A little bit of both. I think for the most part, you got to look at flowers no matter what kind of chain store you go into that has flowers, whether it be a grocery store or Target or Walmart or whatever, your top end of your flowers is probably 30 bucks, But most of them are around like $15 or whatever. So if you can go in every couple of weeks or every two or three weeks and buy $15 worth of flowers, and that ensures the fact that you're going to get things you want, why not do it? That's rational thinking to just do that. Yeah, but it's funny because my girl brain thinks, Oh, he's out shopping for, I don't know, to go pick up something. And, oh, he saw those and he thought about me and he you know wants me to be happy. But that's not the case. Well, yeah, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think you liked it. But it's just a, another thing you can do. It's just like there's plenty of comedians out there that have in their spiels about what they're willing to do to get hooked up with a girl. My favorite ones is Andrew Dice Clay when he talks about the five cards. You meet a gal on a Monday, you're going to date her on a Saturday, so you send a card every single day. It's like $5 a card. Or whatever. So that's $25 you got invested in there. And then you bring your flowers on Friday. It's like you're definitely going to get hooked up with this gal. You really only invested less than $50. Is a stepping tool of getting to the point where you want to get. It's such a simple thing to do. I but mean, why do you think that so many guys struggle with it then? I think because you get lazy. You come home because you don't see the benefit in doing these certain things to keep that on a roll. You lose that hunger to get that in a person. And it's like you don't realize this person's willing to have sex with me, but what are they willing to do if they're really crazy about me and they want to have sex with me? Then it's like they want to have sex with me because they're in a mindset that they want to have sex with me because of the things that I've done. That's the thing where I think a lot of guys forget or they don't just don't know. These things that you do in the meantime are what's keeping that brain closer to being ready to do these things. Well, the ver- wanting to have sex versus feeling obligated. Yes. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly it. I think that the more you can do to ever get to that point where it's like, it feels like it's not an obligation for people. I mean, I think that's where your your money ahead. You're better served to do that. Some guys probably don't care. They just expect it. I think once you expect certain things, then you're going to get lazy. And yeah, that's when things start to fall apart, the complacency. Yeah, complacency, taking for granted, these kind of things. I've really come to believe that relationships are constantly working in progress. So you constantly have to put a little bit of work into them. Whether you want to or not, or whether you think it's important, it is important. It just flat out, it's like climate change, all these things that are like just flat out realities. That's a flat out reality. You have to put work in a relationship. There's no getting out of it. There isn't a relationship you're in where it's like, well, I don't have to do any work here. Well, no. what? Like you have to recycle to save the planet. Yeah. I mean, there's certain <laughs> things that you have to do. They're scientifically proven that have to be done. And one of them is putting work into a relationship. 
it should be in every kind of science book and textbook in the world should be about that because that's true. <laughs> It'd be and, funny if there was a class in high school about relationships and well, I think of relationships. you know one of the things that I thought when I grew up when my parents were seemingly in love all the time is that I just thought that if you love somebody enough, then it's always going to work, and that is not true. You can't just love somebody enough saying I love you. There's work that has to support that four letter word, but I don't think that that's inherently understood by everybody. And I wasn't by me because I remember when I was married, I went there thinking, well, if I love this person enough, then it'll always be successful. Well, I didn't realize that there's a lot of ways that love has to be shown. And it's not just saying I love you and not just being there. It's just like most guys, like I said, you just think that that's the case. And that isn't the case. There's talking about feelings or letting somebody express their feelings is more important. Giving them an opportunity or making them feel comfortable where they can express their feelings. If you come home, I have to catch myself doing this to this day. And you're telling me about your day and I'm totally blowing you off. I'll do it sometimes just to be funny or I think I'm being funny. I usually get irritated. Yeah, you get irritated. So even though I'm not feeling those emotions, like you're like, oh, and this happened and this, I'm not in that emotion, but I have to make it so that emotion can, can be shown and you can talk about it without me shutting you down or turning the TV on or drawing you out or something like that. I can't do that. If I did it all the time, then you'd really start to get angry with me. I think that that's something that most guys don't pick up on because they just don't care. They're worried more about their needs and they don't see how giving into somebody else's needs once in a while will benefit them in the future. So to wrap up our discussion. Yeah, I would say relationships, it really is like buying a car. If you want a car that has all the options you want, then you spend a little bit more money. You put a little more work, get prepared to get that car, and then you don't get disappointed. If you want a car that you just want something right now and you want the bare minimum just to have one, then you're going to spend a little bit less money. You're going to get just a basic car and you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. And sometimes you just need a ride so you get an Uber. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, is that you have to set up what you want and you can't assume anything. You can't assume things will change. You can't assume that you're going to be able to fix people. You're just going to have to get You can't assume love because of the actions that he's doing. Yeah. I think that's the thing that I get away, take away from what you've said in this discussion, which, you know, isn't what women want to hear. We want men to want to do things because they love us, but that's just not the case. I think that we all know in general, everyone has heard the term that assuming makes an ass out of you and me. And for as smart as I know that I am, I have conceded that I may never understand men and why they do or don't do things. If thinking and actions are driven by biological factors, then men and women are destined never to understand the other because walking a day in the shoes of the other is simply impossible. Here's the short and sweet of it. When I'm struggling to understand how he thinks versus how I do, Andy always tells me, well, that's just how men are, or that's not how we're wired. And those answers are just going to have to be good enough for me, and hopefully they'll be good enough for you too. It doesn't mean that... The more that you're with somebody, I think that you'll bring out different things. A guy may be wired a certain way, but it doesn't mean he can't be rewired. And it doesn't change his wiring. Oh, don't say that because that's going to give women the impression that they can change men. Well, I'm talking about longevity. If you're happy with somebody the way they are and they do the things that you want them to do, you're going to find that they're going to come out of that doing more things down the line. And it will be because of love. It will be because they've built a bond with you, but it isn't going to happen initially. And it isn't going to happen exactly the way you think it's going to happen. You just got to be open to see it where it is when it comes. Expect it's not going to be the way you want and just appreciate it when it is the way you want. And uh, You should say, and that's just how men are. That isn't funny. Uh, oh, yeah. It just that doesn't, it doesn't, 
<laughs> it isn't funny and they don't understand it, it flies. Well, okay. Well, I think it would have been funny to end it that way. But, okay. Let's do the question. Come you can do, I can say that if you want. No, no. You don't want to do it. I thought it would have been hilarious, actually. Maybe it is funny. I mean, I just don't understand. Because if I say that we're just going to have to accept that, and then that's all you say, that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. How's that, how's that funny? That's disappointing. It's funny because, because it's true. Okay. Ah, oh, forget it. I'm lost on it. Yeah, you are lost on it. And now it's time for our listener question. Jennifer from Superior, Wisconsin asks, I have been dating a guy for three months and I have come to realize that I love him, but I don't want to say it first. I want him to feel it and want him to say it first. Do you think that three months is enough time for him even to say he loves me? And who do you think should say it first? All right, Jennifer, I'm going to say this without laughing because I want to laugh really bad. And I'm nothing against you, but I mean, three months, come on. If you love somebody over three months, they got to be pretty freaking fantastic. And I have a hard time believing that whoever this person is. Be careful what you say, because I'm pretty sure if I look back, I could have said it about you in two months. Okay. Well, that's fine. And I think that you want to be in a relationship where you're free to say how you feel. And it should be natural. I don't know the person that you're with. But you got to be very careful that you don't creep them out. If they're real like, well, it's only been three months and you're in love with me. Come on, really? I don't know how much time you spent together. I mean, it might be very natural. There's people that tell each other they love them after probably a week. I'm sure it happens. There are. Some people say when you know, you just know. And some people write on your emotions. I'm not a person that does that. I would care about you in three months. But if I was in love with you in three months... I don't know. Didn't I, you say you had once had a buddy that used to fall in love? Right? Oh yeah. Every week he was in love with, Oh, I love this person. Or I'd love, you would tell everybody that loves them. <laughs> and so it's like, where does the meaning come from? I mean, how much, and you would know that about this guy probably, because you don't know when he told his other people that he loved them. But if you can tell somebody that you love them that easily, then it's like how deep, I mean, maybe you just that much of a loving person, which is great. But I am very skeptical. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. But you said it uh, pretty much at month four and you were the one that said it first. Yeah. So what? Well, I don't know what I'm talking about, obviously, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm trying to contextualize it. I would say that you're not wrong, Jennifer. If you want to tell him you love him, tell him you love him. I mean, if he doesn't respond to it, then you have to deal with that when it comes to it. I mean, I, I guess. Yeah. But what's the, uh, there's that whole gameplay of who's going to say it first. Well, Do you think that creates some sort of a power struggle? Well, who the hell cares who says it first? If you say it first and they say it back and you you both love each other, then that's great. If he doesn't say you love you, then it's like, okay, well, why don't you love me? Or what What are the parameters? I guess that's a great doorway into say, what does love mean for you? Or maybe you've already talked about it. Well, I mean, what would you have said if I had told you at two months that I loved you? I would have been like, okay, I really like you too. <laughs> yeah, and then I probably would have freaked out. Yeah. So, I mean, in in my case, I always view it as if he says it first, I'll know for sure. Versus if I say it and then he just says it back, I'll never know if he actually felt it or if he's just trying to, like, not get in trouble. Well, and I I guess um, I would start off, maybe you could start off when you talk to him, say, I love the way you do this. I love the way you do that. So he gets used to hearing that word used by you in certain circumstances. Maybe you're already doing this. You don't even know it. But I think there's got to be some definition of why this is happening. Why do you love me? Do you love me just because I'm here? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> or do you love me because I saved you from drowning? I mean, I don't know. It could be anything. If you get used to saying that about things, and I mean, do you agree or no? 
uh, I don't know. I thought you were going to take that in the direction. Like if she says that she loves this about him or whatever, that if she says, Oh, I love you. And he doesn't reciprocate that gives her an out like, Oh, well, I just love, I just love things freely. I just love like, in the, what is that? Well, Anchorman? No, no. He's like, I love lamp or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's great. That's a, that would, that's a, actually a guy's way of thinking about things. But I would say that, I don't know. How true do you want to be to your emotions? I mean, do you want to just say, Hey, yeah, but that's a tough one because I know that I felt it and I knew that if I said it to you, you'd freak out. And it was very hard for me to keep that sucked back in until I waited for you to say it first. And I mean, have you always been the one to say it first? Me? No, no, I would say I've never been the one. That's got to be the first time ever in my life. what, What is the difference then? I don't know. It just happened. I mean, I guess that's the best way for it to happen. You know, I mean, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. But what do you think about if a woman tries to just wait it out? Do you think that's a good strategy? No, I, I don't know. I, I think, like I said, you got to be true to your emotions. But if I would have done that, I would have scared you away. You might have. And she might scare him away. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it, in this particular instance, I don't think there's really enough information to go on whether you should do it or not. A lot depends on how that person is. What are their experience level? I mean, age could have something to do with it. A lot of things could have something to do with it. But. Well, I mean, I've heard it all over the place. You know, I know people that got married after a month, or I know people that yeah. said that they loved each other super quick and, and they're still together. So I don't know if there's really a formula. And I know that you think that there's a too soon and whatever, but. Well, I, what's the worst that could happen if you tell him you love him? He could say, I don't love you and I'm never going to love you. That would be the, probably the worst. But he could say, well, you know, that's a powerful emotion and I do have feelings for you, but. I'm afraid to say that right now because I don't want to let you down. And if I say it and I don't meet your expectations, I don't want to let you down. I mean, he may say that. I don't know. Probably not. That sounds really well thought out for a man to put in that position and on the spot. I think that he probably, if he didn't feel it right away, I mean, you can probably read his face pretty well. If he starts like sweating and goes pale, I mean, you'll know that he, uh, he's not ready for that. Well, and I think that a real smart guy. (laughs) An oxymoron. (laughs) It's an oxymoron, but I said a guy that knew what he was doing or somewhat knew what he was doing would say, yeah, I love you too. Because you know what? What? What does it really change? Nothing. If he doesn't, Oh, yes, it does. If he doesn't love me and he says he loves you and then he leaves you, it's like, well, I lied. I mean, if you're really at that point, I, I'm sure it's not the case for her and I don't want to put that thought in her mind, but I'm just saying that there's a million one possibilities that could happen, but you got to be true to what you said. And if it's really bugging you to say, I want to tell him I love him and I can't stand it not telling him that, then tell him you love him. You can still love him if he doesn't say back he doesn't love you. If he doesn't, doesn't say anything, don't even think into that. You, It's just like you told him what you want. Do it for yourself. If that's what you feel like, it, it doesn't matter if he says it back to you or not because you still love him and you get to express that emotion. A lot of times in these situations, we get so worried about what the person's going to do. It takes away from why are we even doing it? We're doing it for ourselves because we want that person to know that we love them and we want to express that. And once you've done that, then you know you've done what you've done. And even if they don't say it back to you, it doesn't say anything about you. It says something about them. All right. And don't take it personally on you saying, you know what? He doesn't love me because he may love you and just not know how to express it yet in the way that you do. You may not be as happy to do it or you may not be ready to do it. But it doesn't mean that he doesn't have feelings for you. And try to get that anxiety out of it because I'm sure it's putting anxiety in you. And you don't need to have that. Love should be enjoyable and relationships should be enjoyable. If you're putting anxiety on yourself, worried about what they're going to say to you, then it's not enjoyable. So don't do that. If you want to tell me you love them, tell me you love them and just let that go. Well, it's one of those things like give me the strength to accept the things that I can't change, right? Exactly. You can't control the other people and, and you're in charge of your own happiness. So 
I think there's scenarios that go in every single direction in that circumstance where someone says it and then they wait for the other person. The other person eventually comes around and then they, I don't want to say live happily ever after, but there's all sorts of different ways it can go with all having the same ending. So if it's driving you nuts, I mean, it drove me nuts too, but I found some way to suck it in for two months. It was painful. Well, but and, and, and there's a thing too, Jennifer. I realized that you've got this scenario built up in your brain that says the moment that we tell each other we love each other, it's going to be like an explosion the world has never seen before. And children are going to come out from every building around and dance around us holding hands and singing. That's not going to happen. You're going to have a real high for about 10 seconds and then something else is going to happen. And so be realistic in what that means. I don't want to, well, I I can't help but ruin your magic, but I mean, it's just like, you know, there's going to be a huge buildup, but it's going to be something else after the horizon. So don't put so much pressure on yourself and just those words being said. And the feeling you're feeling right now, that should be what you concentrate on. This person makes you feel that way. That's pretty special. You're probably making him feel the same way. So just because you don't talk about it doesn't mean it's not powerful and it's not magical. That's what I'm saying. So enjoy it. But if a guy feels that he's going to say it though, right? Yeah, I think so. But people say things all the time. And this is my man way of thinking about it, because I'm sure to a woman, it's very important for you to talk about it. But, you know, tell your friends you're in love with them. Tell everybody you, you meet you're in love with this guy. Walk down the street with a shirt that says, I love this person. <laughs> you know, so everybody in the world knows that you love this person. And if he hasn't picked up on it yet, he'll eventually pick up on it because somebody's going to tell him, hey, you know, she loves you because she's wearing a t-shirt that says it. Just have fun with it. Don't put so much pressure on it. I guess is what my advice would be. Enjoy it. Or don't, you know, do what you want to do. <laughs> well that's all for today thank you for listening to the gi joe and barbie in love podcast if you would like us to answer your dating or relationship questions you can find us on facebook or you can email us at gi joe and barbie in love at gmail.com Until next time, just remember, when it comes to dating, never, ever settle. Yeah, it's either death or glory. Hoorah.